Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. We'll see what the weather does, and uh, maybe I can add to my <laughs> my legendary status of not catching fish. It's been awful. Russ Francisco, good morning. Hey, how are you? Pretty darn good. Looking for some nice weather for the weekend before we get too uh, snowy, but uh, I don't know what will happen. Hey, um, talking to some buddies here in the studio, one lives over by what he calls Perch Lake. Yeah. And uh, I didn't realize that had been cut off from the world by, what, a dam or something? The St. Louis River didn't get into Perch Lake for several years. Well, the, the foliage cut it off. There, oh. there were still fish uh, swimming between it uh, um, in in the fall and stuff. And there, there was a little bit of water flowing there because all the kids that worked for me, they go to college, used to go down and cast yeah. into the deep hole off of the riverside and sure. stuff uh, sure. on that. So, so, uh, but yeah, now they're going to clean it up and and they're cleaned it up and make it back into a lake again. So it's good. Yeah, that was a good spot. I remember when uh, in the days when we would fish around there with our small boats, uh, there was a nice. Obviously eroded hole there where Perch Lake drained in. It's only 50 acres, maybe? Yeah, it's not very big. And, and what happened, I think, part of it is that it became inhabited around the area, you know, and some yeah. plant grass and things like that. Then lots of things go in the water and, and cause more more weed growth and stuff. It seems to what happens all these smaller ponds. But, uh, but mm-hmm. anyway, they've, re- rest, they've uh, got it back. Uh, you're going to be able to run a boat out of there into the river. And ah. done, and it'll be pretty nice. Yeah, that's right in your backyard, isn't it? Not too far, a few miles. You know, it's just a little ways from Boy Scout Landing, so yeah. it, it'll be a nice area, and and, uh, and it's nice what they're doing up, up and down the whole river. Uh, it's uh, it's turning out to look real good. Oh, you got that right. Uh, they're spending a lot of time and money, and uh, I think for the long run, this is going to be great. I mean, we're still cleaning up stuff from 150 years ago, right? Yeah, and you know, and up where I live, you know, up by Morgan Park and Smithfield, used to have the Westinghouse building, and turns out that's polluted a lot more stuff than people thought. Oh. Uh, and so they're into the cricks now, cleaning that up. So it's a much bigger restoration than everybody thought it was going to be. But when it's done, it'll be nice. Can I ask what kind of stuff they're finding on the bottoms? Yeah, well, what happened is, you know, Westco or Westinghouse uh, had had the uh, uh, transformer plant uh, right right outside of Smithville in the Zimmerly there, and and so I uh, all the old transformers, all those plastic insulators and things like that came out of there, and they sold them from there and they repaired them. Oh. A lot of the PCBs and the garbage that was on the bottom of that and, and those things ended up on the ground. When I was a kid, we'd go to ride a bike back there and they'd kick us out right away, right? Because they knew it wasn't very good. Oh. Uh, but then as Wesco folded up, uh, they, uh, you know, the ground just sat there and the grass grew over it. When they built apartment buildings, uh, they, they moved some of it. And there's some of it even under the apartment building now. Now they're all in the front yard of that apartment building. So they're all the way up to Grand Avenue. So they worked from St. Louis River, found a lot of that pollution in the St. Louis River, came mm-hmm out of Grand Avenue. So that, that whole Crick, Sergeant's Crick and everything, and, yeah. and uh, Snively Crick, they're, they're restri- restoring the whole thing and tearing all the ground out. They're going to go down 13 feet. That's how far it leached in. Yeah, well, incredible. You, you think about all the Cricks or rivers yeah. or drainage ditches that come into the uh, St. Louis River and, and Lake Superior. There's a lot of water coming down that hill. That and isn't, there's a lot of industry there. Yeah, and it's not pretty. Mm-mm, not Ruin ruin the river really, but yep. it's back now. Fishing is good and and uh, water's clean and and uh, it's it's just, it's a lot getting better every year. It's been getting better every year for for almost forty years. Yep. So 
it's uh, it's going good. Yeah. Uh, how's fishing been? Uh, have you heard stories about that area? Fishing's okay. You know, they're catching walleye still. They're smaller. Good. They're catching a lot of walleye. Uh, crappie fishing's been good off of the piers at uh, uh, Spirit Lake. Uh, crappie fishing in the lake seems to be good for most people, and uh, you just got to pick your day to go, of course, now as it, as it starts to fade on us. But uh, it should be a good fall, I think, you know, as long as it stays in the 50s and 60s and we don't mm-hmm. get rain and wind every day. Mm-hmm. That's what we're fighting right now is wind. Mm-hmm. Boy, it's been windy. But uh, but if it'll settle down, I know on the big lake, uh, temperatures are right. There's fish balls everywhere, and it's just tough been tough fishing so uh but the lake sort of turned over i i was watching the temperatures uh they were 68 uh you know just 10 10 days ago and they're 61 right now but that that warmer temperature is causing us to have all these temperature inversions because you know the cold temperatures in the 30s coming down from up north and it hits lake superior at 61 degrees and we have fog and all that kind of stuff so it is it is what it is it's a t- typical fall this you know everybody's uh, was in the store the other day and the kids are all complaining not my <laughs> kids but the younger kids at college kids and stuff that have never lived here and i said this is the way it was forever it's going everybody says well it's it's changing it's going back to what it was when we were kids this is what it was yeah um going back oh boy how about 30 years or so i was fishing alone in my little uh 12 foot boat three horsepower johnson and uh this is before we knew walleyes were out there i guess and uh i was up by the oliver bridge and uh i snagged bottom and then all of a sudden the bottom started uh, going upstream, and uh, I fought that thing for a long time. I saw a tail, and it was very large, but there was a couple w- with a kid or two in their big boat behind it. And he came up to me after it broke the line, and he said, that had to be four feet long. Yep. Sturgeon probably. Probably. Never saw it. But, uh, wow, there were... We were just discovering what was in there, and some good and a lot of bad. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it's getting, like I said, it's getting better all mm-hmm. the time. It's cleaner. That restoration they did off of uh, Falcon Street where they took the old the old piers that were, the old uh, point that was polluted, put in a brand new one. Um, I mean, it's it's really gorgeous, and, and uh, uh, you can see a long ways now. They took all the scrub brush out, and yeah. uh, they've done a nice job with it. So that's really nice. And then down by Clyde Avenue, uh, that's why it isn't opened up. They, they found so much extra pollution, uh, but they're working on that right now, and, and uh, that'll be open probably next year. That'll be really really nice too when they get it done and, uh, and so they just keep going from place to place and cleaning it up cleaner if you just go back 150 no 200 years and say hey people don't do that but yeah you I know can't what. you can't um, was, uh, and you know, and they had permission to do it. That's the sad part. Um, so that's why everybody said, "Well, why they let them do it?" Well, because they just did. They didn't care, and so they, there was no rules against it. And and when they asked, they were told to go ahead and do it. You know, so. You know, that's what it was. So now, oh, don't now we're worry. Smarter, and now we say, yeah, there's a lot of water here. We'll never be able to Yeah, it'll go away. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm. Well, other than that, what have you heard about fishing? Fishing's been good. I mean, it's uh, big, big uh, muskies, uh, pictures coming in. Uh, uh, Connor was fishing last week, got, got a 45-incher, uh, and so that was nice. And so uh, a few guys catching fish out of the out of the St. Louis uh, Island Lake. So that's been really good. Um, some nice uh, nice crappie catches, pictures of those. Every now and then a big walleye and stuff. I wouldn't say they're jumping in the boat, but fishing's mm-hmm. okay. Uh, and so that's uh, that's been good. And, and like I said, temperatures were a little bit easier to take. But this fall temperature now, as long as... Uh, we don't have this tremendous amount of wind. Uh, we ought to be okay. We ought to be able to get uh, get um, you know some nice fishing in before it freezes up. You mentioned muskies. I'll give this uh, 
the story I got in hanging in my my workshop is a. About six old uh, daredevils, big daredevils, that my wife's uh, uncle or great-uncle used to use on Cass Lake for muskies. And I was kind of shining, polishing some things, reorganizing, and I looked closely at a couple, three of these these old daredevils. Teeth marks. The paint had oh, been yeah. cut cut off by the teeth. Oh, no doubt. No doubt, it's uh, wow. uh, there's some big fish around wow. Minnesota, you know. So it's it's good, and, and uh, you know, there's lots of lots of different opportunities to catch different kinds of fish. We're very fortunate to live where we are and yeah. have the species we have, and we have cold water and warm water and big toothy critters, and we have <laughs> you know crappies and stuff. So I mean, it's it's uh, it's uh, we're very very lucky. It's uh, yeah. um, not a lot of places like this in the world. Nope, and we're the best. Uh, some good deals at Marine General Supply. Well, the phone's ringing off the hook for ice fishing. We've been converting for the last 10 days. Mm. Uh, this will be the last, uh, this weekend will be the last by half-price kayaks. Uh, whatever's uh, left on the rack on Sunday, we're pulling and putting away. Uh, we've got, uh, we took a hundred and some pallets of uh, ice fishing, and we got to start putting those tents out and things like that. Uh, we've got a lot of the accessories for ice fishing out. Uh, more, more going up today. We'll have lures out by the weekend. Uh, so we're just converting as fast as we can. Like I say, from yesterday, from 10 o'clock to maybe 1 o'clock, the phone rang off the hook, and it was just people say, when's ice fishing going to be out? So I'm saying, okay, <laughs> I thought I was ahead. Now I'm behind. We'll work extra hard. We'll get her out. boy, Russ Francisco, Marine General Supply, 15th Avenue, East London Road, Upper Side. Thank you very much. See you later. We're going to have to take a break. We'll be back to see what Pat Kukul is up to. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. three-dog night this morning, Rick. You don't have a dog now, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. That was a cute little pup. Yeah, three-dog nights uh, in concert tonight at the deck at the Symphony Hall. It used to be called the Auditorium. My wife and I were driving in this morning, and she heard this ad you played. She said, is three-dog night still a thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I suppose, yeah. Same original three? <laughs> well, actually, there were like eight. <laughs> It was Three Dog Night because of the slogan, you know, it's a real three dog night, a cold night. But there was yeah. actually a whole lot more than three people in the group. So Okay, well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I'm not sure how many originals are left, but there you go. Isn't that a, uh, a sled doggers term? Uh, three Something dogs like that, night. yeah. If it's a real cold night, you got three dogs that can keep you warm. Yeah. Okay. Come here, Fido. <laughs> Bring your buddies. There you go. All right. Pat Kugel, top of the morning at First Supply. How you doing? Well, I happen to like Three Dog Night. <laughs> Good for you. Tell a thing with me. But then again, you know, I'm oh, a All bleep. right, here comes the question. Favorite what? song? Oh, no, I can't answer that. Because I have a lot of favorite songs. Uh, so I'm not going to commit. That's always been my problem. No commitment. You're a, <laughs> you're a, a prairie chicken. That's your idea. Yeah, I don't commit it. No, I like I love those old bands. Mm. I just absolutely mm-hmm. love them. But you know, I know that we're here not to talk about bands, even though they're fun to talk about. We're going to talk about scopes because scopes we are because that's what we've been selling a lot of, and uh, and really? that makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. So a lot. It's been pretty steady this month on things, but the scopes are always they're kind of fun. Um, 
because you can, you know, we've got Vortex is probably our biggest seller right now. It's an excellent company. Uh, they make everything from entry-level scopes to $1,000 scopes. They make binoculars. They make uh, tripods, spotting scopes. They make it all. They have a wonderful, no BS guarantee. They will take care of you no matter what happens. And as a dealer, we really appreciate that. And as a customer, yeah. should too. They're just a great company to work with, and they make quality product too so you know when we we mount and bore sight scopes no charge when you buy the scope here the firearm here Mm -hmm. and we like doing it and people need to be aware a little bit on optics too uh just the optic that you have had in your youth might not be the optic now (laughs) i've learned that the hard way people's eyes change um a lot and so, and you don't have to spend like a. You do get what you pay for in optics, but sure. everybody has a budget. You know, we realize that too. So that's yeah, we've been selling a lot of optics and in uh, in loophole. We handle loophole too, of course. Oh, that's a Always big name. Yeah, it's a gold standard too. So, so well, that's, you know, that's what we do. You were talking BS, as in butterscotch banana split. No. Yes. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes. No, 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 no. You know, I had a guy, I had a guy backed up over his, his, his gun. Ouch. Not funny, but it happens. They replace the scope. We hope that doesn't happen to anybody. But, yeah, they're just uh, really good. Uh, you know, the problem with a lot of companies now, and I won't name names, they just don't stand behind their product anymore. And that's why I think as a dealer, we all appreciate that. When you go with a company, I like that about Browning. I like that about Benelli. I like that about a lot of them. Um, if a customer has a problem, and as we know, anything man-made is going to have a problem. You know, mm-hmm. God didn't make it, a man did. So <laughs> you're going to have a problem, or a woman for that matter. Uh, so... It means everything when a company sends something in for repair and they talk to you. It's it's nice. Yeah, word of mouth is one thing. Uh, but to talk to uh, a retailer like you that handles them all the time, don't try and upsell them. Just sell them what the best is. We usually ask. I'll take the scope. We usually, even in a firearm, we almost always ask, what's your budget? Yeah. Uh, you know, tell us where you want to be, and, and we'll we'll go from there. You know, we have our own personal likes and dislikes, but we try to guide people in the right way. But everybody has a budget, and that's the most important thing to ask. And there's a lot of budget-friendly things out there, rifles and shotguns, especially now more than before. Mm. Um, So it's possible, and you can also certainly spend a lot, as much money as you want to. And sometimes spending that much money, too, on some firearms isn't always your best bet. So we just try to be honest with people. Well, the deer season, roughly uh, a month away, uh, that's what Are we're getting. Scope- this weekend, I didn't mention. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. Uh, we've, had, we've had a lot of them come in, and that's even better. We like that. But it, it is a month away for the adults mm-hmm. and other youth. And uh, it's, yeah, the people, I like seeing people get ready ahead of time. It's nice. It's nice for everybody. Nobody puts a scope on a shotgun, right? Yes, they do. They do. Yes, they have uh, certain scopes for that. 
Um, the we don't have a lot of slug hunters in this area, but you can you know if you're going to do that, they have what's called they have the built-in mounts on a shotgun because you can the rifle slugs are good for 200 yards. They really are. So you can mount red dots on shotguns. You can magnifiers on shotguns. You can mount a scope on a shotgun. It's not real popular. I did it one time with my turkey gun. I didn't like it, mm-hmm. you know, and I just went back to a high-vis site. But you certainly can. Not all shotguns will take them, but most of them will. I am not real good with a, a scope. Um, that's, nope. that's my problem. Yeah, I mean, a lot. Yeah, and I get that. I know you have special yeah. things and special needs for that. Uh, red <laughs> dots are good, um, you know, too. Sometimes you don't need the magnification. You just need that red dot. Yep. And it's... Uh, and. Uh, not everybody needs a, a lot. Most people in this area, you know, they shoot maybe 100, 150. I, I don't want to I don't want to just blanket that, but most people are just real happy with a, a magnification of three or four. Yeah, yeah. But they make all kinds of different options now for dial it down to three or dial it up to 12. Turn it up yeah. to 12. Yeah. So if you're going to have that longer shot, you can. How how long would the maximum be on a 12-gauge shotgun? Oh, for slugs? Yeah. Well, if you've got one that's really tuned in uh, with, with the cantilever mount, so it's a solid mount, I, I know actually, and use a rifle slug, people can, I've seen them shoot well up to 200, but mm-hmm. usually it's 50 to 100 if you throw an improved cylinder in there. Well, where how far would that deer be? I mean, uh, at that rate, you've got a lot of woods in front of you. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, like most shots, it's a, the slug gun is kind of underrated. It's it's also a good if you have a a low budget and you have a young one starting out. We can mount like we have high vis sights. We can put on the shotgun barrel. Yeah. And you can put a rifle choke tube in there or improved cylinder, and we can get them going with it with the slug gun for a minimum amount of money for those closer shots. That does not sound that that does not sound like a do-it-yourself effort. Well, we're here to help. That's why you're there. Yeah, that's why you're there. Uh, what are your hours at Superior Shooter Supply? Nine to six, Monday through Friday. Nine to five on Saturday. And they're working on the railroad tracks now, so don't be scared. We're still open. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get to Superior, then take a cab. <laughs> well, that's yeah, fun. We're here. Thank uh-huh. you, Pat. Nice job. Yeah. Bye-bye. Appreciate it a lot. Dave, you ever shoot with a scope? Uh, yeah, I had a scope on my twenty two at one time. Really? Yeah. Not sure how accurate it was, but it seemed to hit what I aimed at. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna spill all. Okay. I had a BB gun with yeah. a scope. Oh. <laughs> but actually I think it was more like a I don't know what, half of a binocular. Oh sitting okay. on top and taped. Yeah, I had a BB gun, but no no scope on it, that's for sure. Yeah. Didn't have that much range anyway. <laughs> no, they didn't, or accuracy or anything no, else. that's right. And they didn't make a lot of noise, so your mom didn't know you were doing it. That's right. All right, we better take a break. We'll see what Johnny's up to. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. You just, that ad just gave me a reminder. Yeah. <clears throat> I bought... Uh, a boat, a Lund, with a Mercury engine, three years ago today. Oh, wow. Yeah. I went, up, I went up there to get spark plugs for my existing boat. 
And, uh, and from Sparks Flags to a whole new boat. How about that? Well, You're that's a what good I salesperson asked. up there, apparently. I, I said, yeah, I said, <laughs> that's a nice boat. Does it come with new spark plugs? Ah, I'll take it. Okay. My wife <clears throat> was okay with it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. Johnny Charlstrom, good morning. Good morning. You ever do that to your sweetheart? Come home with a big, expensive <laughs> thing and say, ah, it didn't cost that much. No, but it, it put an idea in my head. How's that? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I like my boat. It has done very well this summer, except the last three weekends, not so good. Yeah. Uh, it's always a, there's always that change in the season where, where things uh, things aren't what they were. Yeah, I did not adapt well uh, from, well, September through today. It just didn't work. What should I do? I mean, obviously the water temperature dropped about 10 degrees. It's still high water. What am I doing wrong? Yeah, you just got to keep moving around, keep an eye on that graph, and uh, yeah, yeah, try, try, try shallower, try deeper, faster, slower, faster, slower, night crawlers, yeah, scouts. yeah, rocks, sand. And rock. All of it. Yeah, just keep moving. It'll come back. You know, we got a few, oh, yeah. couple of weeks left. But it's the hunting season, and you probably already know that. Your garage is filled with the results. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, had a decent processing season so far. I think we've done about a dozen deer, most of them from the Duluth and City hunt. I think we did uh, two roadkill moose and a Another half dozen of uh, tribal moose, and yeah. and then I bought a, I bought eight or nine bear this year. Oh, you did get that many. Yeah, yeah. We the bear, you know, with the bear season starting with it in the like nineties, it was the slowest bear opener I've seen. Opening weekend, we took in a total of one bear. Yeah, but then after that, when the Weather cooled down a bit, then it would be, would, would be one here and one there, and eventually they just kind of add it up. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw the one moose you had uh, that you, you were cleaning. He, he was pretty banged up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was probably one of the... There was one hit by a train this year and one hit by a truck. But, uh, yeah, they... Those uh, roadkills are... Uh, they can they can be a little bit banged up. Um, hit by a train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't think that that would be recoverable or useful. And, um, it it was hit mostly just uh, in in the head. So yeah. <clears throat> it was actually not bad. Okay. There, was a, there was there wasn't a there wasn't a lot that went into the garbage bin. I uh, had a buddy up on uh, Lake Vermilion 20 years ago, Rick Pearson. Uh, he got a moose, and his wife made a moose stroganoff that was out of this world. Yeah. No, moose is really good stuff. Good meat. Yeah. It's, it's good. A little tougher than beef, but, uh, you know, it's a wild animal. You're going to uh, do something like a stew and do a, a long, slow cook. It's 
fantastic. Yeah. Uh, how's fishing been? What's the story? Oh, wait. What's, how's your story? <laughs> my story? Uh, my story, I've been too busy processing to go fishing. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but maybe this week, I don't know, things are, things are kind of caught up in the butcher shop. I should probably get out there. How would you attack? What are you going for walleyes? Uh, I would probably go back out on the lake and try to find some of them salmon. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Well, we were up at uh, uh, the landing up on Highway 61, laid by the Lakeview Castle, and the waves were swamping the dikes there. It was incredible. Yeah, this time of year we can really build up some big waves. Scary. Somebody was yeah. backing down there, and and uh, another guy came over and said, "Buddy, I don't think you want to go out there." Said, no, I got a big boat. <laughs> he said, "Unless you've got the Edmund Fitzgerald, don't go out there." Yeah, and they, they no, definitely they relented. Uh, and archery, <clears throat> we're really into the archery season too. Yes, this last week uh, we've had a lot of people coming in and demoing the crossbows, and uh, uh, Caleb, uh, he, he got one sold uh, last night, I think. Hmm. Hmm. We, got the, we got some ravens in stock right now, and we have some of the uh, Matthews Mission sub-ones. Okay. What are your hours back there for the archery? Archery opens up 9 o'clock. In the morning, closes 8 o'clock at night, uh, 7 on Sundays, and the uh, bait shop opens up every morning at 6, closes 8 o'clock at night, 7 on Sundays. Okie doke. Johnny, thank you very, very much. Appreciate it. Good All job. Right, Good care. job. Uh, I got a note from um, United Northern Sportsman. <laughs> uh, a couple of months ago, we had uh, Mr. Wasbotten on the air, and we were... <laughs> talking about it, and our phones went completely. Remember that, Dave? Okay. Never did finish the conversation. Oh. But they are United Northern Sportsmen up on Island Lake uh, getting oh, they need some more money. So they're, they've got a little fundraiser going on. Uh, if somebody comes to your door knocking and says, hey, you want to buy a, a raffle ticket? Uh, oh, we can't talk about raffles on the radio, can we? Because that's gambling. Really? Oh. Well, so I did not say raffle. That used to be the law. I'm not sure if it still is. I'm I'm I a stickler. Okay. Well, that's fine. But anyway. No talking about raffles. Want to buy one? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to sell me one on the air. I am a member of United All right, Sportsman. So what I, do you win? Stuff. Okay. That's stuff good. and money, depending on All how right. lucky you are. I got you. But it's a good place to launch the boat when a lot of the others are very busy. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll go over Superior and talk to Dave Miller, hang on. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Share. And Sonny. Wow. Dave Miller, Northwest Outlet in Superior, top of the morning. Oh, good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave, and good morning, everybody. And, you know, listening to him talk about old lures... Maybe we still got it. You heard that? <laughs> it could happen. Oh, that's scary. 
<laughs> I don't think that mic was on, but you still heard it. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Yeah, he was on hold during the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so uh, what did you use? What 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 lure do you remember as being the killer? You know, I, I got to tell you, my grandma, when I was a little kid, gave me uh, one of the lures out of my grandpa's tackle box. Oh. And, and I have no idea what it was. I don't even really remember what it looked like, but but it it was it caught northerns like you wouldn't believe and and one at one point i tossed it over some logs and yeah. a big northern hit it and went around under the log and there goes my there it is. <laughs> yep did it float yep and, did it float and, uh yeah it did it did float yeah you're right it did float but it uh, the the northern didn't float so oh. um, it it went bye bye but yeah you know that you think about some of those old fishing lures and 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 I mean they're they're still in my tackle box too. Some of the other old ones, but yeah. just got to dig them out and use them because you're always wanting to get the newest and the latest because it looks more like a lure that that fish is going to want. Exactly. Uh, my wife's uh, great uncle left me some uh, great big uh, oh, flatfish daredevils, and there's there's teeth marks on some of them. <laughs> that's musky stuff. Yep. Yeah. That's right. But. You know, t- today is today is a kind of a reminder that I got to root around in my closet and find some warmer things to put on. Ooh, yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I think of all the folks that are heading down to the the, the uh, Apple Festival. Oh, and 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 then I, you know, I look at the wind blowing out on the lake, and I think of going up to Isle Royal, and and it's just t- telling me that that it's time to start cleaning stuff up around the edges. Digging out the warm stuff and, and mm-hmm. doing a little more getting ready for winter time, isn't it? Yeah, you can't take along enough warm, dry no. clothes. You know, it's like at the store the last couple weekends, I, I see a lot, especially on the weekends, but even during the week, you see moms come in with the kids getting stuff. And they're the smart ones because they're getting the sizes and they're getting the colors and the, the things that they want. But you know, guys that are working outside now, they're coming in looking for long underwear and looking for, the, like, the warmer Carhartt and area jackets. And 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 people are thinking about getting out on the trail. It's kind of fun talking to all the people that are that are, are out looking at colors and whatever, but, but they're looking for fleece. They're looking for, well, rain gear, certainly this sure. weekend. Uh, having good rain gear is good, but it, it's, you know, all of those things. And, and like, the wall of smart wool and, and darn tough socks is... It's uh, it's starting to get picked on already. Well, it's time to do some shopping then. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> is, and and we're ready. And you know, every weekend lately, I guess, or every Friday, I've been saying it, but reminding folks that if you're out, whatever you're doing outdoors, out in the woods, wearing a little orange right now is a good plan. Even at Hawks Ridge. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's you're in the city limits but you never know how many people don't know where the city limits are and and you got yeah. the archery stuff going on so yeah it's just it's it's just a good safety thing you're going out to the mailbox and you live in the country put on a little orange put on a hat or put on a, a vest or a jacket and yeah be safe out there what are your hours at Northwest outlet we are open uh, Monday through Friday nine until six Saturday nine to 5 30 we're closed on Sundays and Folks, this is the best time of the year to get outside and explore and enjoy and do things. Get the kids out so they get that same feeling. And everybody have a great weekend. Check for ticks and don't get sunburned. (laughs) Back to the future. 
Uh, Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, that's the power of love. I guess I'm not sure that was on Back to the Future or not. But Huey and the Lewis were. So. Huey Lewis and the Lewis? Huey Lewis and the Lewis. <laughs> How many times has that been used? Accidentally, yeah, of course. Matt King and uh, Fish Corner. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning. How are you doing today? Excellent. Kind of not a real pretty day to go out and do our thing, though. Uh, fall is sure coming in, isn't it? Whew. It uh, The temps have cooled down. And, you know, the, the biggest thing is uh, I don't mind the temps so much, but, you know, it doesn't need to rain every day now to make up for the summer. <laughs> and the wind. Jeez. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I was up last night uh, with some friends of mine uh, sighting our rifles at the Northwestern Gun Club there. And yeah. Holy buckets, was it windy. Play the wind. Play the wind. Yes, it, it, it was getting pretty windy there. And uh, towards the end, we were trying to, uh, some of the guys were trying to shoot out 300 yards, and everything was going to the right because that wind was probably blowing 35, 40 miles an hour. So. Well, step to the left just a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did but, you? Uh, yeah, it's it's cooled down for sure. These lakes are going to cool off. Yeah. and. Uh, that's going to make uh, probably the crappie fishing should uh, turn on here pretty good. We were on um, Island Lake last Sunday during the Vikings game. Oh, did the Vikings play Sunday? No. <laughs> um, uh, we had uh, 61 degrees, 62. Yeah. Surface. Yep. It's, it's still, it's still uh, pretty warm for this time of the year, but uh, with this weather and this wind turning it over, I think we're going to start to cool down pretty quick yeah and i don't think uh, many boats could get under the bridge because they had a lot of water in that lake yeah i mean the rain has uh, you know we had a dry summer and now this rain has just come and it is not quitting yeah. it's, uh, it's raining every day uh which like i say i hope we can get a little reprieve from that maybe on the weekend here and that would be nice get out uh, do a little uh people can get out and do some fishing some grouse hunting yep. uh, whatever uh fall uh, things you maybe some people just want to get out and look at the leaves go for a walk hey uh, speaking of grouse you ever uh, shoot a spruce grouse i have I uh have. did you know it was a spruce grouse until or did you clean it and say whoa what's this no i did know it was one mm. um but they aren't they, they, i i i think i would pass on shooting them now yep. Yep. um they're not quite uh you know, rough grouse are, I, I consider them to be one of the best eating game birds there is. Absolutely. And uh, spruce grouse, not so much. Uh, <laughs> a lot darker meat, and uh, it's just not, uh, yeah, it doesn't taste as Yeah, good. I think that's an understatement. But most of the time, you don't realize what it is. It, it squawks, it takes off, yep. it, you pick it up, and then you go, oh, nuts. Yep, exactly. It's it's a different uh, different deal. We we saw a few of them when we were out uh, riding the side by sides up north, and they don't even like to get off the trail. You oh. just about run them over before they fly. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they're not they're not quite as bright. I don't think as a as a rough grouse is. Last well, one day last week, my wife called me and she said she had just left the house. There were three birds in our driveway: grouse, rough. And then going down Secret Lake Road, there were two more just sitting there. <laughs> I, wow, what a what a what an unusual season! Yeah, there, there's a lot of rough growth around, and uh, guys are coming in. They're doing very well. Uh, it's it was a good winter for them. We had a nice spring for them. Uh, there's lots of birds out there. I heard I heard of people seeing groups of like fifteen. Wow! I mean, that's a lot of birds. 
Um, you know, so there's there's some good bird hunting out there to be had, and all the leaves are down enough so you can, uh, you know, you can see pretty decent out there. So it's it's really good to get out there now and uh, and get after them. One of my favorite spots, and I haven't been up there for a long time, was just off Three Lakes Road. There's a a preserve or some state land set aside that used to have a lot of birds. I'm wondering if they're still good up there. Oh, I would think so. Um, You know, everyone I've talked to that's gone north, south, east, west, Hmm. they're seeing birds everywhere, Um, you know, from and even a ways away. You know, there's birds, uh, you know, up towards the Grand Rapids area, there's birds up the North Shore, there's birds up towards the Ely area. Mm. Um, you know, th- there's it, it's been good pretty much what I've heard everywhere everyone's going. What did you uh, What did you get up there by Jesse Lake? Uh, we, we saw a few birds. Uh, yeah, we the one night we saw, I think we saw 11 birds the one evening. Wow. Uh, it was pretty decent. Uh, and then the next day, not so much. Little windy, uh, too windy and rainy. Uh, uh, you know, it was raining pretty good, and that wind was really blowing on Saturday. But Friday evening, before that wind picked up and everything, it was nice and sunny out. Yeah, uh, we saw quite a few birds, and we good. we managed to get a few. So that was uh, that was fun. Where did you stay? Uh, we have a cabin. Uh, oh. I say we. Uh, my cousin's got a cabin up there, uh, right in between Big Jesse Lake and Little Jesse Lake. It's not right on one of the lakes, but it's very close to both of them, right in between them. And a buddy who loves little Jesse. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those lakes are uh, they're, they're pretty uh, pretty good lakes. They're a little different. Uh, that little Jesse's real clear. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of a different lake for walleyes and stuff. Uh, got some nice bass in it. Nice, ah. blue, nice bluegills in that lake. Uh, Big Jesse, uh, for a while, was netted heavily. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've never done that good on Big Jesse, mm-hmm. um, but I know people that have. Um, it's, you know, it's, that's a little different lake because that's a little darker water than, than Little Jesse. Yeah. Um, jeepers, we've done 10 minutes. we got to tell us about what's what's some good deals there at Fisherman's Corner. Yeah, so we got all our, uh, we still got our fall clothing, camel, blaze orange, all that stuff is 20% off, gloves, hats, accessories, decoys, deer stands, it's all 20% off. We also are running a deer uh, rifle sale, uh, so 50, $50 off up to $9.99, $75 over 1000 and the rifle scopes are 10% off this week. So, uh, you know, deer season's right around the corner, so come on up. And we've got some really good ammo in this week. We've got a lot of 410 and uh, some other calibers that are uh, hard to get. So come on up and get wow. it while it's here. Remember a year ago? Couldn't find them. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Matty, always good to talk with you. Thank you. Shoot straight yeah. and good fishing. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Matt King, Fisherman's Corner. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you, Dave Strandberg. Oh, you're certainly welcome. Keep a tight line. Shoot straight. Stick around for the Bruce Siski Show next, right after news on KDAS.